In Focus on Ability, we get to know a person with a disability and highlight their many abilities in the workplace. If you're a Sydney or Southern Highlands business that could benefit from great staff, visit novaemployment.com.au. Welcome to Focus on Ability. I'm Nicole Kirby. In our final episode for the season, we meet Kieran in a shutter and blind making workshop in Picton, south of Sydney. When we arrive, a metallic smell and the piercing sound of saws cuts through the air. Kieran's face is hidden behind a Darth Vader-looking helmet as he focuses on welding. And when he lifts the helmet, there's no holding him back. Part of safety is you always got to make sure you have your helmet, your gloves and all your safety gear on. You cannot weld without safety gear. So a big key here is always have your safety equipment on. I'm putting on my gloves, making sure they're um, special heat resistant gloves so I don't burn myself. I've got my earplugs to drown out other noise. And now I'm going to um, get the welding handle. So it's basically the end of the wall, the torch basically. And I'm just going to start with it. You might want to stand back just a little bit. I don't want your clothing to catch fire. No, me neither. <laughs> just the whole transition of coming out of high school not knowing what I want to do and then finding something I'm good at it's just really helped me sort of find my place in the world which was difficult enough with my added on disadvantages ready three two one Is enough room hi my name's Kieran I'm 22 I work at Gitter. What I generally do is I'm a factory hand. Whatever needs done around the factory, whether it's cutting metal, punching holes in it, um, put, um, putting plastics together for delivery, or most recently I've been made the second welder here. So I do majority of the welding now, and that's generally what I do day to day. My name's Royce Quincy, looking after operations and production um, here at Gitter. We saw something in Kieran and then gave him the opportunity to weld and ever since then he's, he's really taken it to the next level for us. With um, a skill set, he's, he's second to none out there. Uh, this is welding. Uh, what we sometimes have to do is with um, panels that we send out, some clients want to put rails on them or all different kinds of things, but we have to weld it. It can't be screwed or anything like that because then it ruins the material. Welding is uh, the most efficient, it's cost effective, and it looks the nicest, so it can be painted so you can't see screws or anything like that, and the metal looks like it's joined. So it makes it look the best. If you got a lot of time, he could stand there all day and talk to you, but um, that's just Kieran, he means well. Um, yeah, but once he's focused, he, he's, um, he gets his job done. I'm just... I, I need work. It, it helps me function. It's gotten to the point where it's a part of me now. Like, I have a routine, and my routine is like a machine. If I go through it, I work, I, I flourish. If I don't, I do not like it. Like, it's set in stone for me. And coming into work, that's had to make me more flexible. So I'm still working on that, but I think it's also helps with my attention to detail. It's got to be exactly the same as the one before it because if it's off 
makes the panel look crappy and not so good. So you have to be very careful and mindful, which isn't always easy, especially for someone with ADD or ADHD. The whole aspect of working for a dollar, you know, has really changed my thought process in the sense of I see how much harder life's going to get for me, but I feel ready for the challenge. Whereas in high school and school, I, I've got to be honest with you, I hated life. I, I honestly did. I mean, I used to just be a troublemaker just to get attention, you know, because having my quirks and all that really is off-putting to people. And I think since I've started working here, the whole transition of, all right, you're not a kid anymore, got to grow up a bit, has been really therapeutic in the sense of I'm able to, like, a couple of years ago, I would not set foot in this room with you purely because I didn't know you. I was that distrusting of strangers. And it's just big transformation. Compared to what I was in like high school and primary school, I was a completely different person, to be honest. Tell me what you were like in school. You would have hated me. <laughs> I was in your face, like I craved attention because I was so lonely because my difficulties made it impossible for kids my own age to sort of deal with it. Can you can you imagine asking, like say you're six years old, can you, you imagine a six-year-old having the patience to deal with someone who's ADHD who was like in your face like this, like breaching your personal space, talking a mile a minute and just constantly switching topics and really on your case like not knowing social cues or boundaries? I I copped it for that because I was picked on. I personally antagonised people to get attention because I felt that was the only attention I did. Like at one stage, I was bribing people with my food just to hang out with me. And it's not a fact I'm proud of. I've had rocks thrown at my head. I was threatened with a knife. Yeah, it's not fun. But having said that, I don't think I would change those experiences because... They were sort of lessons I needed, you know, like not saying everyone should go through them, but my my life experiences shaped me in the person I am today. And Nova also helped me realise that what's happened in the past doesn't have to define me now. That's another great thing they're saying. Just because people treated you this way in school and all that doesn't mean in the workforce it's going to be the same way. Like they, they empower you to sort of rise up and I've got self-confidence now. It was, it was a long road. Um, it's very hard to learn social skills because the way I think is completely different to the way you think. Like, when you look at a... I'll use this as an example. When you look at a face, you you can instantly recognise body language. I look at it and I just see blank canvas. And I'm just like, huh? Like, I, I, I would have to have people tell me by detail what they were feeling. And it frustrated people because I couldn't tell when people were mad at me or happy with me. And it's very frustrating and very disheartening and it really blows onto your self-esteem. But as the years gone by, I've been to multiple programs that my mum took me to. That's another big key factor is family support group. If if your family's not supporting you, then I don't see much point going through those programs because at the end of the day, you do these sort of things because you can see the struggle your family has in helping you. And I think that was a big impact on my wanting to learn social skills and all that because I'd look at my mum at the end of the day and she just looked exhausted. 
and she put so much effort to put me through things and sort of get me ready for the world and big factor for me big motivating factor still is I, I, I owe my mum a lot Yeah, that's that's a big part. Another part that motivates me is trying to, you know, be self-reliant, you know, and sort of make it on my own because so many people, like, specialists have, like, talked to my mum and saying this, like, you won't be able to do this, you won't be able to do that. I've had other kids saying, oh, you won't be able to do this, you won't be able to do that. And it was kind of like me going, well, stuff you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. But that wasn't always my attitude. It took me a while to sort of cultivate that mentality of, just because you say I can't doesn't mean I can't. And that was sort of motivating as well because I'm like, I want to prove them wrong. You know, I'm, I'm my own man. Craig Quincy, CEO and uh, Managing Director. We interviewed them. Kieran was the type of guy that said he'd come on his own. Normally that neighbour wanted to bring him along and he said, look, he'd like to come on his own. And I was very impressed with his presentation. And... Um, presentations one of the it's probably your 50 percent there and um you can see he was very energetic and willing for a job so we're prepared to give him a go yeah yeah i did go through the nova course no other program have i seen guarantees work and keeps to its promise helps you transition to that job other work placements they sort of just plop you in there Transition to work, Nova's program, Transition to Work. I spent two years there learning how to write my resume, learning how to talk in an interview, learning how to sort of prioritise for work, how to manage money, how to just necessary life skills, and they really broke it down. I'm self-reliant in the sense of, like, I drive myself, you know, I have really great friends I've got I've got friends I've had for a couple of years now um, really good mates you know people I go down to the pub with have a beer you know it's just the whole fact that I'm able to integrate into society I think is the biggest change like people tell me now when I tell them I'm autistic and ADHD they go really like they just look at me like they can't believe it and I think that's another big factor is it's my, my disadvantages aren't physical. You, you, you couldn't tell at first glance, and I think that throws a lot of people off, especially um, teenagers and all that, because they think, oh, well, nothing's wrong with you. You're just putting on an act. That's that sort of mentality. But as I've gotten older, you know, I've got a better handle on things. Like, it's, it's very hard for people to tell that I'm Aspie and ADHD. Uh, I'm Chris Fahanes. I work at Gitter with Kieran, um, just as a process worker. Me and Kieran go drinking every so often, just catch up. Um, just our work environment, just be more, even even more relaxed. And you'd consider Kieran a mate? Oh yeah, hell yeah. Yep, he's a good good man. I'm glad to have him in my life. He's always there for me. He's always. Whenever I'm sort of having a bad moment, he's always there to sort of ask me and try and help me through it. Kieran's always texting, oh, hey, you want to do this, want to do that? And what's the next metal concert? Blah, blah, blah. We are constantly the butt of each other's jokes. And uh, we're always trying to figure out new ways to annoy each other, to 
joke with each other and all that. It's a real give and take relationship, and um, we both we both say we're as crazy as each other. So, <laughs> oh, I got him into Hollywood Undead, um, Arch Enemy, uh, Alice Cooper. Don't know how. Don't know how he hasn't heard of Alice Cooper before he met me, but okay. Are you a good or bad influence as a friend? Oh, I'm a bad influence. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> you are a bad influence. I'm going to switch this thing around, man. Okay. I'll be right back. Right. Don't listen to him. He's crazy. <laughs> but in in a nutshell, I'd probably say, like, uh, comrade. Because he's had difficulties with his own, and it's really, like, he's got more patience than anyone I've ever met with, like, my things and all that, and we're pretty, we work pretty well together. I think it, the whole mindset behind people with disability is just really wrong because to me it's not a disability, it's just an extra challenge I had to get out of the way. And I, that whole change of mindset of disability to a challenge was also a big thing for me, like where I am now. Because for now, when I, when I get a challenge put in front of me, I may struggle with it, maybe more so than another person, but I still keep trying and trying and trying. I wouldn't say it's a disability. <laughs> Uh, I, I, we actually find that with Kieran that um, there's, uh, there isn't a disability. It's just that there's a way we can put him into an area where it suits him and suits us. And um, I don't think we've had to do anything out of the ordinary to to um, to cater for him. The big changes from when I from when I was then to now is like, well, can't do it now. Try again tomorrow. You know that sort of attitude of try, not giving up. That's, I think that's something my autism gives me is from experience and this, it's like the tenacity of not giving up, you know, like I want to succeed. I'm still I'm still discovering myself, that's that's the other thing. I've, I've still yet to find out what else I can do. There's so much to try. But um, having that independence and self-reliance is a big character builder for me, sort of helped me sort of be independent and the ultimate goal is to own my own place in a few investment properties, be as close as I can out of debt, and I'd hopefully married. Fingers crossed on that one. Got to find the right girl who can put up with this face. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's going to take a woman with a lot of strength and patience, lots of it, to uh, sort of get with me. But that's pretty much the ultimate goal, just to be like everyone else. I think. Well, not that I, the fact that I would change having ADHD and autism, because I, I have to say I wouldn't be who I am without it. But you know, I just want to function in society. I mean, that's what a lot of us people with disadvantages want. So really, at the moment, it's it's sort of the best placement for me. I I really like it here. It's a family-owned business, so it's small. So it's really. I think that's a, that was a big winning factor for me like that just I need my space and this workplace really allows that it really gives me the freedom it's the room to breathe but at the same time it's slowly growing so I'm growing with it so I'm learning to adapt which is sometimes hard for me he loves his jokes and singing and um, there's never a quiet moment with Kieran you know where he is all the time and um, yeah it's good but thankfully we've got machines that drown him out most of the time (laughs) 
But um, yeah, no, he's he's good fun to around. What kind of songs would he be into singing? Oh, you'd have to. He he would give you a demo if you ask him. I like to rap. Uh, do you want to do a rap for me? Not particularly, because I know you've been put up to it by Ryan. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd start something off like this, like um, every rhyme that I make just keeps getting on worse. I feel as though as if a gypsy woman has laid on a curse, stuffed me in the back of my hearse. I'm ready to be put in the grave. Everyone said I should have stayed. I just so happened to shave for this interview or something like that. I don't know. Like That's just off the top of my head. Focus on Ability is brought to you by Nova Employment. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For Sydney or Southern Highlands businesses wanting great staff, visit novaemployment.com.au.